Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the J. Rolton Speaks Podcast. I hope you had a wonderful day, and if you didn't, well, this is the place you want to be. Why? Because we talk about some good edifying words, I share some really interesting stories, and you listen to some really great works of art that we call poetry. Listen, you don't have to be a fan of it. In fact, I want you to dislike it so bad that after reading a a few poems to you, you at least maybe be surprised by it, right? Maybe respect it in the end. I don't know. I'm not here to convince you why you should like poetry. I'm just here to share some wonderful works of art from some really great masters of writing, some really great masters of words, and hopefully it'll change your mind, all right? This is a place where you can be stimulated intellectually, you can be uplifted here wholeheartedly, and you can sympathize connect and somehow be reminded of just how beautiful this world is all right because it is a beautiful world all right i know there's some really great turmoil that's going on in many parts of the world but we also need to remind ourselves of the beautiful aspects of it right and so hopefully these poems will speak to you they'll resonate with you and at least offer you some form of peace in your life i don't know where you're coming from i don't know where you're listening from but if you are my fans over there in Nor- Norway, y'all are always great. I'm so, so thankful that you guys are following me and listening to this. I, it truly is humbling, truly. And so I want to give a big shout out to all my Oslo friends and, of course, all my friends in South Africa as well. So wonderful to hear from you. And I love those messages you guys leave me. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm truly humbled. I hope you guys enjoy the show tonight. I got a little something different, y'all. I got something different from y'all for y'all tonight. I think you guys are going to like it so much, all right? And I think it's going to be such a fun live. You know why? Because you know how we usually do Trivia Tuesday, right? Well, Thursday, I want to change it up just a little bit. And instead of doing songs of lyrics, right? I want to actually read some quotes from some famous novels. And so I want to see if you guys can actually guess which novel or which story these quotes come from. Does that sound fun? I think it's gonna be fun. Like I said, I wanna change it up. And then after we do this little literature trivia, then we'll go back to our regularly programmed schedule, which is basically reading poems. And I got a good list of poems tonight, guys. I think you guys will enjoy it. So hopefully you guys stick around, but at least, you know, maybe we can weed off all the ones that don't wanna be here. But I'm looking forward to tonight. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be fun. Hopefully you guys enjoy it tonight. All right. To all my Spanish speakers, fuerte abrazo para ustedes. Siempre es muy, bueno, muy humillante saber que ustedes eh, quieren pasar su tiempo conmigo. Y espero que disfruten de unos poemas en castellano esta noche. Así que vamos a ver si hay algo que ustedes pueden conectarse con estos poemas. Y vamos a ver si hay algo que también ustedes pueden aprender y apreciar de estos poemas en castellano. Así que muchas gracias por su sintonía. Acuérdense que yo tengo un sitio en Spotify. Así que después de este show, vayan a Spotify y conéctense conmigo a través de Spotify. Y suscriben porque eso me apoya y me ayuda bastante. Así que, bueno, les, les sugiero ¿cierto? que ustedes eh, vayan allá, ¿cierto? Bueno, alright guys, 
We're about to get started in just a few minutes. I just want to wait and just for just a couple minutes and and you know make sure that all my regulars are here. Sometimes I usually start at 10:30, sometimes at 11, sometimes 11:30. So I just want to give some time for all the regulars to show up. So in the meantime, have you guys had a good day? Are you guys doing well? You know, sometimes we get so frustrated at night from such a long, 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 long day that, you know, we start having just a lot of tiresome, you know, mental tiresome, right? Where our minds get really tired and obviously our bodies as well. And I just want to remind you guys, sometimes, you know, when you get to that point, it's advisable not to have some conversations with your friends because sometimes you might say things that you don't actually mean and you might hear things that you don't actually mean to hear, right? And so things could be easily miscommunicated. And so I just want to give a big shout out to all y'all and hopefully it's going to be a fun time, right? And so and so, I just want to encourage you to, you know, sp- you know, sometimes it's good to have a quiet time, right? Just a quiet time. And so, I don't know. Things can definitely get miscommunicated, but in the end, if you're friends with someone, you'll be understanding, right? And you know they'll reach out and just say, "Hey, look, I re- recognize, you know, I probably overreacted or something." And then you know you do the same and say, "Hey, look, it's okay, and I'm sorry that I also probably took it, the, said it the wrong way." But in the end, you know, we're friends, right? We're buddies, and I'm gonna be there for you, man, in, in the worst times and the good times, and just you know, it's gonna be all right. It's gonna be all right, seriously. Let's just let it go. Let's go to sleep, and then morning it'll be fine. All right, it'll be all all back to normal, and you know we'll probably say some other silly things in the meantime. So anyway, thank you so much for being here, guys. I'm looking forward to tonight. All right, you guys ready? It's gonna be a trivia night of literature. So here's what's gonna happen. All right, everybody ready? I'm going to read a quote from a famous novel, and then. The first person to tell me the name of the novel gets a point. And then the first person to tell me the name of the author of the novel gets another point. All right? It's going to be fun. You guys ready? You guys want to play? I'm going to assume you guys want to play because you're here to listen to some really great, great poems. (laughs) By the way, I want to say welcome to all my new followers here and anybody that's interested. Please, please be reminded that I do have a Spotify account. So after the show, go there, look me up. And, you know, you'll see a profile picture of my face. It's called the J. Rolden Speaks Podcast. And I encourage you guys to rate the show. Let me know how I'm doing. If there's any suggestions, leave a message. And, you know, if you want to subscribe and, you know, support me there, I'd be really, really humbled and thankful. But you don't have to. But anyway, just a little plug in right there. Okay. Okay, guys. You guys ready? It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. All right. Here we go, guys. All right. By the way. To all my Spanish speakers, por favor, tengan mucha paciencia porque en unos minutos voy a leer unos cuotas de, de unos dichos de unos eh, novelas muy famosos aquí en Estados Unidos y también en Inglaterra. Así que por favor participen lo que, lo que pueden y después de eso vamos a leer poemas en castellano. Así que espero que lo pasen súper bien y que Dios, Dios le bendiga, ¿cierto? All right, guys, here we go. Round one. You guys ready? All right. Here it goes. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I got the wrong one. Okay. Here we go. Okay. You guys ready? Here we go. 
gonna start out super easy, super easy. All right, I gotta get the quote. One second, I lost it. One second, one second, one second. One second. All right, here we go. Round one, super easy. It is a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a wife. Give me the title of that novel and give me the author's name as well. Come on, first person, give me the title of the novel, gets a point. First person to name the author of the novel gets another point. Come on, guys. You guys don't know it? It is a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a wife. <sighs> Seriously, y'all. Don't leave me hanging. You guys don't know this? This is like, this is like, yes, thank you. What's your name? Ch 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 Sherry. Sherry. Well done, Sherry. Pride and Prejudice. Come on, y'all. Come on. This is like the top five books that most women read, or at least have acknowledgement of a really great story. Come on, y'all. Pride and Prejudice. Well done. Who are... That was Sherry, right? Yeah. Well done, Sherry. Sherry gets a point. By the way, who wrote that? Nobody told me the author yet. Come on, y'all. It's Pride and Prejudice, but who wrote it? Did somebody say it? No. My goodness. Seriously, guys. Are you serious? <laughs> Sherry, you, you don't know the author's name? Thank you. Jane Austen. Wow, I'm starting to think this is a trivia game. It's probably not a good idea. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Let me give you an easier one. All right. I'm going to be crossing my fingers for y'all. Okay. Like, I'm going to be seriously crossing everything for y'all. All right. Fingers, toes, everything. All right. Next round. This is round two. You guys ready? Wait, let me make sure that this is probably something y'all will get. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of worried now, but let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Okay, seriously. This next one, please. Somebody get this one, all right? This is round two. You guys ready? It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom, and it was the age of foolishness. It was the epoch of belief, and it was the epoch of incredulity. It was the season of light, and it was the season of darkness. It was the spring of hope, and it was the winter of despair. Yes! Look at this! Sherry got the author. What's the name of the novel, though? You're right, Charles Dickens. What's the name of the novel? Come on, quit stalling. I'm, I'm, there's too much dead air here. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Come on. What's the name of the novel? 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it for you. It's Tale of Two Cities. Oh, look, just in time. What? Are you, what's your name? Bobby. Bobby. Well done, Bobby. All right, Sherry has three points. Bobby has one. Well done. It's Tale of Two Cities, one of the most significant novels that was ever written. Hello. Especially during the French Revolution. S'il vous plaît. Allez les bleus. All right. Madame et messieurs, c'est ici Rond numéro 3. N'est-ce pas? All right. Number three. You guys ready? All right. Here we go. Let's see. Um, hmm. All right, I'm trying to look for another easy one for y'all because, I mean, man. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Okay, 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 let's see. Tomorrow, wait, wait, wait. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Ah, shoot, wait, I'm trying to get the accent. One second. It's tomorrow, I'll think of some way to get him back. Wait, wait, wait. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I think I'll think of some way to get him back. And after all, tomorrow is another day. <laughs> shoot, I don't know if I did that right. Tomorrow, I th I'll think of some way to get him back. After all, tomorrow is another day. <laughs> I don't... Ooh! Who said that? Who you... What's your name? Miss... Uh, Queen Butters? I don't know if I want to say that. I'll call you Queen B. How about that? Queen B got... Um... She got the title of the novel, Gone with the Wind. Well done. You know who's, who wrote that, by the way? Come on, somebody, please. We're in the South, y'all. Come on, this is like one of the most like prolific novels ever written in the South. No, I'm not talking about the, I'm not talking about the character. I'm talking about the author, the writer. Y'all, seriously, am I more Southern than y'all? Come on. That's so weird. I'm the Latino here, man. I didn't even grow up in the States. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you, Deanna. Well done. Point for you, Margaret Mitchell. Wow. Man. <laughs> I'm not going to tell y'all about... I'm not going to tell on your teachers that you guys don't remember like Southern books here. Come on now. <laughs> I don't even say all like naturally, right? But I love it. I love the South. I love the people here. I love like everything about the South. But I, uh, you know what? Let's move on. It's gonna be all right. This is just a game. It's all gonna be all right. You guys still with me? Come on, tell me. Give me some likes, y'all. This is a fun night. This is Trivia Thursday, <laughs> and I hope you guys are doing well. Come on. By the way. All y'all that have been following me for such a long time, you know, you know that I, 
I'm very tender-hearted. I'm very kind. So like, this is all just playful banter. So hopefully you guys don't take it serious here. But this is to you know just to kind of give you the tally of score so far. Sherry has three points. Bobby has one. Miss B has or Queen B has number one, and Deanna has one. So so far this is nice. This is nice. So nobody's like taking it too far too far, in terms of like points. I think uh, I think y'all can definitely dethrone Sherry in the next few rounds. But oh, thank you so much, Miss Lady. Thank you so much. That's really kind of you. You didn't have to do that. All right, you guys ready for the next round? This is round four. So those of you who just tuned in, we're playing a game where I'm reading some famous quotes from some famous novels, and first person to tell me the title of the novel gets a point, and then the first person to tell me the author of that novel gets another point. All right. All right. Here we go, guys. Round number four. Oh man, this is gonna be a little hard one, actually. All right, here we go. You pierce my soul. I am half agony, half hope. Tell me not that I am too late. That such precious feelings are gone forever. Where's this from? Who wrote this novel? Once again, let me read this again. You pierce my soul, and I am half agony, half hope. And tell me not that I am too late, that such precious feelings are gone forever. Anybody know where this comes from? This one, I have to admit, this is actually a pretty hard one, actually. Once again, I'm going to read one more time. Ooh, 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 somebody got it. Somebody got it. Looks like Miss Sherry got it. So Jane Austen again. Well done. That's the author. And then somebody got the title. Persuasion. Well done. Miss Butters. <laughs> well done, Miss Butters. That's right. Jane Austen. And the novel is titled Persuasion. Right? Well done. I'm actually getting impressed now. I'm actually pretty good about this now. Wow. Well done, guys. You ready for round number five? All right. Let's see. Hmm. I'm trying to think of a, a one that I think you guys might like. Hmm. Let's try. Ooh, super easy. Super, super easy. Ready? Here we go, round five. Very short quote. Call me Ishmael. <laughs> Once, one more time. Call me Ishmael. <laughs> Who wrote it? Who said it? Who said it? Come on. Come on, guys. Don't just, don't let me down. Nobody knows this. This is like the very first line to this very famous poem. I'm, I'm sorry, novel. The, this is like the first sentence of this amazing, amazing novel. Well done, Herman Melville. Well done. Who's this one? Barbara? Oh, Bobby. My bad, my bad. Herman Melville. You know the title, though? You remember the title? The title, guys. Come on. You don't know the title? Come on. 
No. Alright, I'm gonna say it in three. One, two, three. It's Moby Dick. Come on, guys. Very first line from Moby Dick. Call me Ishmael. And by the way, I'm using a pirate voice, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> but I can always stick to my natural voice if thou likest. Or I can do some further Scottish accent. Which, by the way, Seamus will show up later in the show. So if you like some Scottish poems, you'd like this one. I guarantee it. Alright, alright. Next round. <laughs> alright guys, let me see. Hmm. Which one shall I pick next? Let's see. Mm. Ooh. Oh man, this bee's hot. I like this. Alright, here we go. Here is... Ooh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. I hope... I, I think... Some of you might know this one pretty well, but I could be entirely wrong. So, are you guys ready? All right, round number six. The same substance composes us. The tree overhead and the stone beneath us, the bird, the beast, the star. We are all one, all moving to the same end. This one's a little, this one's a little tricky. But it's it's actually from a well well known story that actually was made into a film later by a very famous company. Anybody know this one? The same substance composes us in the tree overhead, the stone beneath us, the bird, the beast, the star. We are all one, all moving to the same end. Alright, going once, going twice, Mary Poppins. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> oh man, you missed it. Sorry, Okami. You know what? I'm going to be generous tonight. I'll give you that point, just because. Okami. One point for you, Mary Poppins. Anybody know the name of the author? Name of the author. Going once. Going twice. And... Oh, Aubrey. You misspelled it, but I'll give it to you anyway. It's P.L. Travers. Well done. I'll give, I'm feeling generous tonight. I'll, I'll give Aubrey a point here. PL Travers. Well done. All right, a couple more rounds, guys. And then, like I said, we'll get back to our regular scheduled reading of poems. So hopefully you guys stick around. It's going to be a great night. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to read some poems in Spanish, English, and Seamus will make a cameo just for you. Are you ready? It's going to be great. You're going to love it. Very desirable, I think. <laughs> Alright, guys. 
one second. <laughs> Alright, guys. Let's go back. To round number seven. <sighs> Let's see. <laughs> oh man, if somebody knows this next one, I want to be your friend. Seriously, only cool people know this quote for sure. You guys ready? All right, here we go. The answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything is 42. <laughs> like I said, I want to be your friend if you know this quote. This is actually from a novel, and then it was made into a movie later. Nobody knows this. Going once, going twice, and... It's a, it's, the name of the novel is The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's right. Written by Douglas Adams. This is a great quote, by the way. If you never like read that story, it's it's actually it's supposed to be a comedy, but it's written in a tone that is kind of like a kind of like a, a very melodramatic, and so it's actually a really really like innovative novel. The answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything is forty-two, <laughs> and you need to read it to understand why it's forty-two. It's actually really really like innovative. It's really interesting. Really creative, let's just put it that way. Alright. You guys ready for another one? Alright, here we go. This next one is from a beloved, beloved story that I'm almost confident that many of you know it. You ready? All right, here it goes. Do I love you? My God, if your love were a grain of sand and mine would be a universe of beaches. Once again, the quote is, do I love you? My God, if your love were a grain of sand, mine would be a universe of beaches. Anybody know this? I shall give you 10 seconds to answer. Nope. It is The Princess Bride by William Goldman. Almost, but not really. All right. Just a few more. And let's see. 
read this next one. This is actually from one of my favorite novels of all time. Definitely top five in my most preferred novels that I love to read over and over again. You guys ready? All right, listen to this quote. Ralph. Ralph wept for the end of innocence and the darkness of man's heart and the fall through the air of the true wise friend called Piggy. Anybody know this one? No? Going once, going twice. Well done, Miss. Is it Bobby again? I can't remember. Bobby, well done. It is Lord of the Flies. Well done. Bye. Nobody said the author. Golding. William Golding. Well done. <laughs> All right. Looks like Sherry won with four points. Bobby is number two with three. And Butters is two. Okami is one, and Aubrey is two, and Deanna is one. Well done, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully you enjoyed that. This is something that I would like to try to do every Thursday now. So we'll call it Literature Thursday. <laughs> I'll think of a more creative name later. Although, I would like to say this. Let me read one more quote. This is just for fun. This one's also in my top five most preferred novels of all time that I love, 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 love to read. And it's from actually one of my favorite authors as well. His name is Alexander Dumas. And this man is absolutely talented. Just an amazing, an amazing mind to talk about the inner workings of humanity, right? The hearts of humanity and also the darkness of humanity. And so I love his novels. Absolutely. So Here's the quote. All human wisdom is summed up in these two words. Wait and hope. Isn't that a fantastic line? All human wisdom is summed up in these two words. Wait and hope. My goodness. What a way to articulate humanity, right? Humanity that is lost and also that is striving to seek hope in their life, right? Striving to reconnect with God. And that's what makes Alexander Dumas such a, a wise intellectual and theologian, by the way, okay? And fantastic, fantastic writer. And that quote comes from the Count of Monte Cristo. 
which is by far one of my favorite stories of all time. Just an incredible, incredible story. I absolutely love that. So hopefully you guys are familiar with that story. And if not, please do, do yourself a favor. Go to your library. Check out that book and read it and, and enjoy it, right? Like, like take your time reading it. It is savory. Like, Alexander Dumas is such an elegant writer. He knows how, how, to, how to talk to us, to people, right? It's just such a gift, you know? Some people are much better writers for novels, and some people are better writers for poetry. And I truly believe that Alexander Dumas is so gifted in novels and just an amazing God-talented, God-gifted talent, right? Anyway... Go check out his other novels. All right, y'all. You guys ready to go back to our regularly scheduled <laughs> poetry reading? I hope you're having a good time. This is the J. Rolden Speaks podcast. And as usual, we do these lives almost every night. Sometimes we pick themes. Sometimes we don't. But in any case, I just want to say welcome to all of you that are new and also my reoccurring followers. Thanks for being here. It's so great to know that you guys are, you know, just avid followers and, you know, you like this stuff. So anyway, hopefully you guys enjoy this live as well. Don't forget, there is a Spotify account. And after this show, I need you to go there, go and search for my show. It's called the J. Rowland Speaks Podcast. And you'll see a picture of my face right underneath it. Three links. You know what to do. If you want to subscribe, follow. That'd be great. If not, it's no worries. But I do want to let you know, here pretty soon, I'm actually going to be privatizing it. And therefore, only my subscribers will have access to all of my content on Spotify. So if you want to continue enjoying it, if you are listening to my Spotify account, just keep in mind, it will be available only to my subscribers exclusively. So if you would like to make the jump, I recommend doing it now. That way, you're experience will be uninterrupted right and just fyi not all my stuff that i do on tiktok is on my spotify account so there is some unique material there that isn't on my tiktoks and so i i want to encourage you to go check those out it's very it's very stimulating intellectually and it's also very uplifting wholeheartedly so i never produce any content that's questionable and so you can feel safe with you know sharing it with any family member really and so it's something that i think is enjoyable for families in general so some topics are a little bit deeper than others but by and large you know they're really like wholesome content so hopefully you guys continue to support the show and like i said let me know how i'm doing and if you have any suggestions in the future let me know leave a message okay it's there for you all right Let's settle down and let's get ready for some poems. All right, I want to read one I've never read before. And I believe the poet's name is Jude Dreams, but I could be entirely wrong. She's a contemporary poet. I never read her stuff. I don't know much about her. But I found this one that she wrote, and it's called 
I am affirmations and stillness. So let's see if you guys enjoy this. All right. Let me change the track real quick. And then we'll get started. simple poem metaphorical in the sense of a wheat grass field if you've ever seen one during sunset by the way it is a majestic view truly right it's so so sincere so simple but yet so in terms of 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 vegetus right fertile so i think this is a good metaphor right to equate yourself with your mind as being a field of wheatgrass, right? There's something very complex about it too, right? I mean, it's not easy to grow wheat in a field, right? Especially those of you who actually live out in the country and maybe you have a sibling or a parent of some sort that actually is a farmer. But once you actually get it growing, it's a fantastic, fantastic source of life, right? I mean, Agricultural here in the agricultural business in the United States doesn't really get talked about very much, but it's a very important business in the United States. We need it. We need farmers to continue to grow the necessities of, you know, like bread. Seriously, it's so vital. And of course, all the dairy farmers as well, right? Meat and all these things, these are very important. And so I think there's not enough awareness for that that business as well those uh, farmers as well so big shout out to all your all, all farmers if you ever listen to the show break a uh, great big heart for y'all and you know my family actually we also own some plantations as well so we grow particular fruits uh, for consumption and also for selling and exporting things like that so it's a great, great way of living for sure. Anyway, in this poem, Jude Dreams says, My mind is as still as a field of wheatgrass, right? Flowing in the breeze. 
It's almost like the wheatgrass is like waiting and surrendered effortlessly with the sun, right? Being nourished by the sun and also when it rains, right? These are important elements to actually growing a wheat field. And so I think there's something to be said about how her mind in particular is also effortlessly surrendering for both the sun and its nourishment of water, right? Water being a form of cleansing, of purity. And of course, light and the sun itself being a source of life, right? Because without it, then these wheat grass would absolutely just wither and decay, right? And so in many ways, her mind and what she's, from what I'm understanding at least, is her mind also needs to be nourished by this amazing source of light, right? Which is what, you know, I would assume she would we would call God, right? And so he would be the main source of light. And then the way he basically like takes care of us is if we're in tune with him, right? If we talk to God, if we pray to God and, you know, constantly in communication with, with God, then, then this is sort of like the blessing of the rain itself as a result of being in communion with, with the Lord, right? So I think this is a great poem. It's very simple, but just very, just, I mean, what else is there to say, right? Like, just fantastic. Very, very beautiful, very sincere, but also very important, right? So, great poem. Once again, Jude Dreams, I Am Affirmations and Stillness. There you go. And that was poem number one. This is the J. Roland Podcast. I hope you guys are having a wonderful time. Thank you so much for spending here with me. We're not going to be on this live for much longer, but I just wanted to say a warm welcome to all my newcomers and all my regulars. It's so wonderful to see you again, and I hope you guys are doing well. And, well, let's continue with some more poems for this evening. All right. All right. Give me one second while I find the pages. So this next poem is, one second, okay, so this next poem is by Antonio Machado, and the title of this one is called Caminante No Hay Camino, which means traveler, there is no road. So let's see what this says, all right? I'm going to read it in Spanish first, and then followed by the English translation. Here we go. Caminante. Son tus huellas el camino y nada más. Caminante, no hay camino. Se hace camino al andar. Al andar se hace el camino. Y al volver la vista atrás. Se ve la senda que nunca se ha de volver a pisar. Caminante no hay camino, sino estelas en el mar.
Zeige. As you walk, and as you walk, you make your own road. And when you look back, you see the path, and you will never travel again. Traveler, there is no road, only a ship's wake on the sea. That was by Antonio Machado, and that poem is titled. Traveler, there is no road. Caminante no hay camino. Right? I think it's an interesting advice, but sometimes it can backfire on you. And if you guys missed my story yesterday, I talked about a potentially awful hiking experience that I almost experienced. <laughs> but thankfully, it didn't actually happen as I was thankful that it didn't happen that way. Anyway, so I'll give you this short and sweet version of it, but basically I went hiking with a bunch of friends and it was getting dark and we wanted to see this waterfall that was on this trail. Now trails are pretty obvious to look to find, you know, they're, you know, there's no trees on it basically, right? There's no plant life on it. It's basically a road, so it's pretty obvious, right? It's man-made, basically. But sometimes when you want to see something that is not along the path, because according to the map, there is a, another waterfall of some sorts, right? Like something that you really, really want to check out yourself. Sometimes you have to go off the trail. And so that's what we did, right? And so... <laughs> It was getting dark, we went to go see it, and yes, there was this magnificent, beautiful waterfall, absolutely worth it, but not necessarily at 6 p.m. when the sun was already gone, and we saw it, we got some pictures, we recorded some video, and then by the time we were leaving that area, we didn't know how to get back because it was so dark, and because we took off roads, right? We were off the trail. So, you know, we were just basically guessing the direction we were coming from. And, you know, I'm pretty good at being oriented in terms of like where the sun goes down and, you know, finding some clues basically. But it was so dark and I've never been to that place before. So I was, I was, I was having trouble like, like staying oriented. Anyway, it took us about like 45 minutes to basically find the trail once again. And, I can't tell you how, how much I'm thankful for those trails because if it wasn't for those trails, I'm almost like positive we would have to like camp there somewhere and then wait till the morning to basically find our way out. So we didn't get out of there until like maybe 8 o'clock, 8.30 at night. And so it was, it was terrible. It was getting cold too, man. And like my fingers were like definitely numb and, you know, I mean, they're fine now, but 
it was it was awful <laughs> and so uh you know this poem that i just read by antonio machado you know he says the very first line he's like traveler your fur- your footprints are the only road nothing else traveler there is no road you make your own path as you walk and while i think there's something noble about that mentality that that phrase i think there's also something dangerous about it too because you know if you try to make your own path and i think that works in some scenarios then be prepared to actually be disoriented be prepared to actually be at least lost in many ways even though antonio isn't saying that right in his poem i believe there's something also beneficial about also like knowing where you're coming from understanding your path and understanding like where some paths actually take you right sometimes it's okay to you know just be a follower i think there's something good about it i know many people have been taught to think otherwise but you know sometimes we need to learn from where others have walked along therefore when we like ask for their wisdom and learn from their wisdom then we can possibly make our own path but don't forget about like learning that wisdom from others which is why yesterday i spent some time reading a poem that was honoring or not necessarily honoring but raising awareness about people in your life that are that are elders right your elders right your grandparents and people that are you know much older than you we don't respect them enough we don't actually like care for them as much as we should and so i think there's something that we don't tap into their wisdom as much i mean some of us don't take them don't even take them serious when they start talking about some of their experiences because you know we're so focused and worried about our own lives that you know we sort of like disconnect with them because it's two different generations right at least that's the excuse that i hear from a lot of people and so I think once again it's important to learn from our elders because they've walked along a path that you may not think is similar to yours but if you just sit down and learn from them and just appreciate what they actually can share with you then that's what I mean by it's okay to actually walk along the same path that they did and maybe eventually in some point in your life maybe you can create your own path but don't forget about learning from the actual paths that were paved for you right that's there's something to be said of there's something to be learned from that for sure so as much as much as i think this poem is really interesting and i think it's you know very uh, ad- admirable to some degree i think there's also some areas that also you know doesn't really get talked about very much but once again this isn't antonio machado's like purpose for writing the poem but you know it's just nice to actually be reflective in that in that sense as well so hopefully you guys enjoyed my interpretation of it and also my calling as well so this is not in no way in any like negative criticism of the poem this is simply understanding it from a different perspective right so hopefully that made some sense anyway <laughs> all right was that number two wow this live has gone super fast. You guys ready for another poem? I'll take that as a yes. All right. Let's do this.
Here we go. Let me get this ready. Alright, so this next one is by Federico Garcia Lorca. And this one is Soneto de la Dulce Queja, which means Sonnet of the Sweet Complaint. As per usual, Spanish first, English next. Here we go. of the pronunciation, the enunciation, the definitions and the interpretations of certain words in a different language. Do it for the sake of poems. Here's the English translation. Never let me lose. 
Never let me lose the marvel of your statue-like eyes. Or the accent, the solitary rose of your breath, places on my cheek at night. I'm afraid of being on this shore, a branchless trunk, and what I most regret is having no flower, pulp, or clay for the worm of my despair. If you are my hidden treasure, if you are my cross, and dampened pain. If I am a dog and you alone, my master, never let me lose what I have gained. And adorn the branches of your river with leaves of my estranged autumn. is there to say you want to not lose your zest for life you want to wake up in the morning and just say man this sun is amazing stop filling your days with garbage content you know exactly what I mean instead fill it with knowledge and wisdom that is wholesome things that actually prove to you why there is such a thing as fantastic love and you know what you're probably not gonna like hearing this it doesn't come from another human being it doesn't as much as we like to cherish relationships, you need to find that perfect love first before you can ever engage in a relationship with another human being. Because then you can learn to endure one another. Because guess what? We are so fickle that we like to argue. We have something called an ego that allows our pride to basically be nestled and we have a hard time letting it go we don't ever want to feel like we're less worthy or less adequate or be blamed for anything which is why we naturally like shove it to somebody else oh yeah no he said this she said that etc etc Fill it with wholesome content, things that are actually like genuinely based on an indestructible and unshakable love. 
that's truly the key to a sweet life. And here's what I mean by sweet life, by the way. It's not going to be all like picturesque and roses and daisies every day. You know what makes a sweet life? Is when you can actually endure all of the hardships. When you sit back and you realize, you know what? It was a bad day. I lost a bunch of crops or things in general. But you know what? It's okay. It kind of hurts a little bit. It's kind of sting a little bit. But I know deep down, those things don't matter because it's just material. I'd rather make sure that my heart is in the right place. I'd rather make sure that how I conduct myself with my family, with my friends, with my colleagues is in the right place. I'd rather be honorable in the sight of the intelligent designer. Because he was the one that taught me how to love perfectly. And so I hope that I can live a life that's honorable according to how he wants me to live, right? Anyways, y'all, this was a fantastic live. Thank you so much for being here. I gotta go. It's been a long day for me. But I hope you guys come back to another live some point. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do one tomorrow. But if so, I'll let you guys know. But if not, as I always say, this is an absolute privilege. I have such a great time and I'm thrilled to do these lives. And I hope to leave a legacy for my children, my children's children. And so many generations. And I hope that they get to see and know that I tried to at least produce wholesome content for people. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day or night. I don't know where you're listening from. But as we say in Latin America, sometimes great big hug for y'all. May God bless you and may God continue to teach you his ways. And I hope that one day you will pursue true knowledge and I know that you will find a true peace that is beyond understanding. So, un millón de gracias para ustedes. Como les dije en inglés, un gran, grande abrazo para ustedes. Que Dios les bendiga, que Dios les guarde. Y si Dios quiere, nos vemos en la próxima live. Gracias por su sintonía. Espero que los pasen mucho, muy, 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 muy bien eh, durante la noche. O si están escuchando en la, en la mañana, que lo pasen muy bien durante su día. Nos vemos. Adiós.